You've seen her comedy concerts in all the big cities, like Zorro, Ohio at the Elks Lodge, at bingo halls in Stockholm, Wisconsin, and working the retirement home in Louisiana, Missouri. And now you hear her thoughts on her No Reason podcast. Here's Nola J, the chocolate blonde, on the No Reason podcast. Welcome to the No Reason Podcast. I am your host, Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde, a.k.a. Jizzle. And I'm with my brand new co-host. Don Suave, or Swizzle, or Swizzy Suave. Whichever you want to go with it. Or whatever you want to go by. We're back. This is our second episode together in this season two of the No Reason Podcast, episode number 32. So we excited. I hope everyone had a great week. I think I had a pretty good week. How was your week? Oh, snap. I was about to ask you about yours. <laughs> um, my week was um, honestly, I can't remember. I do so much stuff. I know there's something major that went on, but I can't remember. Mm. I know I caught the football game, the Packers, because you know I'm going to get into that in a minute. Yeah, I know. You got your Packers shirt on. Yes, I do. I am. Um, I don't know. I for felt, no reason. For no reason. I felt like a Packer backer. Let me see. Um, I honestly cannot think of anything exciting, but it was a good week, I believe. But as we get to talking, mm. things will come to mind. Yeah. Um, this weekend, I'll be in Duluth. Minnesota have gigs there. Okay. I like going there. I like going there um, during the summer, fall time, like this time. I hate it in the winter. I hate it. There's too many hills in Duluth, and my car is not capable to handle it, and I always slide down hills and stuff. And I always feel like I'm going to die in Duluth. But you make it. <laughs> I always make it. But how was your week? Hopefully you can give me something because I had nothing. <laughs> My week has just been just been busy. Just trying to make a lot of things happen. That's all I can really say. We got to get more content to this. We have told absolutely nothing to these people. Well, you I can't remember nothing and you like I'm just doing what? <laughs> That's nothing. Is this anything exciting happen? Well, we're here. Okay. All right. Well, we'll just move on. Well, I apologize to y'all. Apparently, we in the witness protection program, we can't give out we our information on what the hell we do. <laughs> but, hey, it was a good week, I guess. But a lot of other shit went on. Yeah, a lot of other shit went on that we can talk about. Yeah. That's what we talk about for no reason. So for no damn reason, you probably never hear true things that we do. Because, I don't know, we saw a murder somewhere. We really know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start with sports. Mm. You always don't have to start with sports. All right, my Packers. Did you watch any football this weekend? Or Sunday would be the only day. Uh, sort of. And Thursday. You didn't watch? Sort of. Packers, I kept up to date. Oh, you did? I kept up to date. Redskins, I, I kept up to date uh, for uh, the first half. And then... Couple couple games I took a, like the Giants no the uh, not the Giants game it was the Browns the Browns game with uh, 
They look pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Ravens. The Ravens look pretty good. Lamar Jackson is balling this year, apparently. You are horrible at this sports thing. This is what I'm gonna need you to do. You know you're I'm on a, probation, right? I'm as a cause. You're on a probation. Okay, so next week can you at least watch one damn game? You can even watch Red Zone. There's a whole bunch of games. But I watch of course the Packers. Mm-hmm. We won. I love it. We finally got a coach that's eye candy. I can I don't know what that means. I can like the broads ain't called you eye candy before. But anywho. Yeah, me. I don't yes. know what that means. Well, for me, we finally got a coach that's eye candy, and I really enjoy it. It's Who amazing. is the coach? Is it the old Dolphins coach? No, it's Matt LaFleur. I think so, the young cat. I don't oh. know where he came from. I'm not going to even lie to you. I feel like he was a quarterback coach somewhere. Um, But he's young, a young coach, very young. Um, He's eye candy compared to Mike McCarthy. I mean, cockeyed ass. head has been like. Well, we had cockeyed ass. Mike McCarthy, he was cockeyed. Mike Holgram looked like Santa Claus. So, listen, I'm just happy to see some eye candy besides Rodgers. We had Ray Rhodes. Okay. Don't bring up Ray Rhodes. <laughs> Why do you bring up Ray Rhodes? Everybody know I'm upset at the fact that the only black coach we had, he had a year, they fired him. You know how I feel about right. Ray Rhodes. Why did you bring up Ray Rhodes? <laughs> don't bring up Ray Rhodes. Don't. Don't. But that's, that's he, like, if you know Wisconsin, that's like. The, the, the black coach that we had, they gave him a season and got rid of him. A season. Yeah. Mike. Every and other Mike, coach, every other coach, Mike and Mike, like <laughs> Mike and Mike, yep. <laughs> been like a decade. Everybody, else. exactly. Yep. Everyone knows how I feel about the situation. Please don't bring it up anymore. It's <laughs> so, I got PSTD when you brought that up. Yeah, what? You got pissed? <laughs> I'm done. So we won. It was a good game. Our offense stepped up big time. Our offense stepped up. Um, we had to beat Minnesota. We have to be everyone in our division. So, but right now, the Bears, us, Minnesota, I think Detroit, I think everyone won in our division. I'm, I think. I don't know if the Lions lost or not. Brewers are doing well. We're going to postseason. They, oh, they're going to make it? I don't think you care about this. <laughs> I really think that I'm the only one well, I know sitting here they that cares. Pretty, they, they did well last year. And yeah. Then their, their uh, top player. Is he out for the season? Yes, our like MVP. He's out. Um, it's devastating. And the last happened. I checked, they were three out. So. Oh, so you are paying attention to the Brewers. Yeah, I pay attention. Wow. I duck in and out. All right, well, how did your um, <clears throat> Redskins do? So who? what else happened? This <laughs> what man, happened to the Redskins? Man, they look bad. Okay, well, what's going on with... <laughs> Do they play the Cowboys? They play the Cowboys. And, what's going and, on with the Miami Dolphins? Is that a high school team? What team is out there? Who's playing? I don't know what's going on down there, but who they play? The Patriots? It doesn't matter who they play. They just look horrible. They play, They score maybe 10 points all season. They just look horrible, period. They look horrible. Yeah. They really do. In a... We put our stuff in a, and we had to put our stuff in a locker. So we had like a locker right next to our bunks. I had a couple stand in the top bunk. I was on the bottom bunk. Wait, wait, wait. 
A couple was on the. A couple, a man and a woman, was in the top bunk. I was in the bottom you said bunk. It was a private room. A private bed. <laughs> a curtain. Oh. Bunk beds. That explains the curtain. Okay. And that's where I was confused when I was looking at the pictures. I didn't realize there were bunk beds. Interesting. So the shows were at 6.30 and 9. I got there about 3. I purposely got there closer to showtime because I didn't know my living situations. And right across the street was the Holiday Inn that I normally stay at. So I was like, I almost broke down and went to the Holiday Inn and got a hotel room. But I was like, no, that's stupid. You're here for one night. You Just sleep in, under the couple. You've been through shitty, shitty motels before. So, and there was five bathrooms on the floor with showers. So just imagine a regular restroom that you go to a public restroom with a shower. Okay. So they had that. And um, the lockers, you had a locker that gave you a key and you put all your stuff in a locker. So is this like a little locker? Is it, it like the locker, high school locker, locker was like a high school. No, it wasn't that tall because they had to have my locker was on the bottom and the top bunks locker was on top of my locker. Okay. Okay. Which made it a long high school locker, but not really. Right. And um, so I had to literally iron my um, had to iron my shirt in that little coffin I was staying in. And another comedian had happened to call me. Um, and he was like, where you at? And I was like, I'm doing the Duluth gig, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I think I'm in jail. And he's like, well, I said, I literally feel like I'm in jail. Like I, I got, I'm in bunk bed. There's like a, a couple on the top bunk. I said, um, to give you one light. I got one light. And, um, so I told him, I was like, I'm gonna write you a letter. <laughs> so anyway, commissary. Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, I kept debating if I wanted to take a shower or not. I took a shower before I had left, just in case I didn't like my living situation. I'd be fresh to death. But before I do a show, I always like to take another fresh shower. I just like to dash just, just it might be the OCD comic in me, but I always like to not take another fresh shower, just start fresh. So I was going back and forth, back and forth. And then I said, okay, let me get up out of this this bunk. Maybe that's where so was the couple there this whole time? Or they... I don't know where he's at. I wasn't looking for them. I wasn't checking for them at this at this time, no. Oh, okay. So I was like, all right, let me go downstairs for a minute and sit in the kitchen area, which I showed you the pictures of it. And I sat in the kitchen area and started like going over my jokes and like trying to relax and trying to like get comfortable. And then uh, Napoleon Dynamite comes through. He's like, oh. oh. He was like, oh, can I... Um, can I come to your show tonight? And I'm like, yeah, dude, um, just give me your name. Or I'll just put down Napoleon Dynamite. I don't know. I didn't say that to him. But in my mind, I'm like, that's what I'm going to put down. <laughs> they going to know who it is. And he was like, yeah. okay, okay, I'm going to come to the late show. And I'm like, all right, cool, cool. He's like, oh, so what are you doing? Are you over there getting ready? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm just like, I was just trying to get comfortable. So then I was like, let me go move my car because I parked in a random parking lot. And so dude told me that the meters there was free or whatever all night, whatever. So I went and grabbed my car. When I went to go with my car, I saw a drug deal go down. So I'm like, okay, I'm in a shady ass neighborhood. But I'm downtown Duluth, though. 
Oh, you ever heard about Duluth? And I'm right around, yeah. And I'm right around, do, have you heard about Duluth? Yeah. Well, what about Duluth? Hey, Takashi, never mind. See, you just talking <laughs> shit. You don't know about Duluth. <laughs> so, um, but the gig was right around the corner and it was downtown Duluth. So it was, it, it was a perfect location. So I saw a little drug deal go down, but it was an old school drug deal. It was so horrible and obvious. I'm like, this is the worst drug deal ever. It was like this, <laughs> this old not old. It was this black dude. The drugs made him look old. So he walked across the street limping. No, it was a Mexican dude walking across the street limping. And then it was like a, a black dude. They both just looked like hard drugs took over. Mm. They talked to each other for two seconds, slap hands. One walked the other way and walked the other. I was like, this is the worst. Y'all might as well not even. At four o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> this is the worst drug deal that I was like, really? Right in front of me? And then you got like, and then the crazy part is, then you got like a family of four happy-go-lucky family parking their car and going to go enjoy downtown Duluth. So it was a, a diverse mixture of people on this a lot street. Going on right there. I didn't know nothing about this street. So anywho, I did my shows. Oh no, I showed up. I'm going to wrap this up so we can get to some other stuff. So I get to the um to the gig. I walk to it because it's right around the corner. I'm like, okay, I'll walk. It, it was still light out, so I wasn't that afraid. Mm-hmm. Old dude come. I mean, I already saw the the drug. I, once I saw the um drug transaction, I saw how weak it was. Like, I'm man, like, I'm no kind of danger. Right, this is no type of danger <laughs> at all. She might come and ask me for my wife. Right, I'm, right. I'm like, this was weak. <laughs> this is weak. So I get um to the venue and I and I walk in. And there's a black dude standing there, and there's a woman standing there, and there's the owner dude, which I've been coming to this club forever, but he didn't remember me. So when I walked up, um, the lady was like, "Oh, Nola J." And then, and then the owner dude was like, thinking I was trying to get a ticket to get into the show, and I'm like, "I'm Nola J." He's like, "Oh, okay." And then he was like, "Nola J, I can't remember you." And then I got a man and a woman, and then there was a black man standing there, which was the headliner. So I said, what do you mean? Talking about a man? Da, da, da. Well, the MC was a transgender. The owner, so politically incorrect, but apparently she cool with it because she says she MC there all the time. So mm-hmm. this was my first time rock- working with a transgender comic, which wasn't, I mean, it didn't make a big deal to me. Like, but she was like, she was like, well, I do tell them right away because some people know. So I said, I didn't notice. Right. I didn't. I didn't notice that first. It looked mm. like a woman to me. Fifty five. I don't know why these older people are trans trans. I don't know what the word is. Transitioning. Yeah. I don't know. At over 50. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if Caitlyn Jenner started a, a, a trend, <laughs> but she 55. I'm like, you 50 and you want. OK, cool. Whatever. To each his own. I don't care. Do you. That's yeah, your life. Crisis. 500 bucks in unpaid fees. Briss said that whenever he would bring up payments for which he claimed they had an oil agreement that he would be paid 500 an hour, Brown would pivot to promising of two going, the two going into business together. In his first meeting with me, he said, I want to get you on a salary. I want you to be on my team. He tells, he tells you he's going to make it totally worth your while, Briss added. He's going to invest in your business, invest in you, you're part of my family, call God and all that. But he doesn't do that, and he doesn't even pay the bill. Mm. So he's mad that he ain't pay his bill, and then on top of it, um, he's mad because he keeps farting in his face. And then I heard the audio of it today. I heard it twice, and he farts very hard. 
Yeah, how many times? It's about three times, and he laughs after he does it. And you could tell it's a forced fart because it, it, it's one of them hard it ones. It's got too much bass. It's got, yeah, way too much. And then he starts laughing. You can Google it. You guys out there can Google it. The Antonio Brown farting doctor. You'll find it. It's out there. Mm. So that was his latest thing. And then he had that second thing going on. It's a wild guy. I don't, I just, this is the thing that's bothering me with the whole situation with the NFL anyway. You got people who get accused of sexual assault, rape, farting, whatever. And Colin can't play because he kneeled. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense to me. Because back in the day, I grew up with uh, civil rights parents. You know, pops. I'm sure your mom was like that. My mom, well, they baby boomers, so they civil rights. So they marched and they fought for things and, and kneeling and all that type of stuff is the type of stuff they did to protest to go against racism. Colin is going against the brutality of police. Of course, number 45 spent it and made it seem like it was military and not being patriotic, whatever, whatever. But you got people getting accused of straight up stuff like sexual assault, rape, and nothing on people's backs, farting. <laughs> That's not against the law. Farting in a doctor's face. But I'm just saying all this, and they still playing, and Colin can't get a job. He can't get nothing. Um, that's Well, I heard he turned down some jobs, too, one. Well, it probably might have been, been a pay. I don't and, know. And two, that's... You know, that's political. We know, listen, we know know what it is. Yeah. And we're not going to get deep because this is no reason, you know, we're not going to get deep and political and all that. All I'm saying on the surface, I'm just saying, it's just crazy to me how. It looks crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's like, whoa, all this cat was doing was trying to protest some stuff that he felt was, you know, not right. And he chose to kneel. You got Antonio Brown doing everything. This cat is wilding. Like he just—he's a—he's just a pain in the ass. He called one coach a cracker. He got two sexual assault things. He farting in doctors' faces. He just—I don't get it. Yeah. Well, you know that's why I like the NBA a lot more than the NFL. Just because it just seems like it's more righteous. Like it's a players' league. And the owners don't, because Antonio Brown gets away with that because he's Antonio Brown. Colin doesn't because he's Colin. I guess. But in the NBA, like that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how good you are, how much money you make, how much money you would bring in. If you don't make it, you don't make it. So, but the whole Carmelo conversation is another conversation, though. Yeah, that's a whole other deal. But that's I. I don't want to get into that. We'll get into that one another time because I have my things on that. Still in sports, because I'm a Steelers fan as well, uh, Big Ben is out for the rest of the season. Really? Oh, higher. Colin. Hmm. Quarterback. Out. Anywho. uh, (laughs) And then Michael Jordan. This was kind of cool. Michael Jordan and one of the Bucks and the Bucks owners. And um, the Celtics and the Lakers owner 
they're launching a tequila. Okay. I know you drink tequila. I know you'd be happy to hear this. But I mean, he's um, he's um, opening up. Michael Michael Jordan loves tequila. I think everyone knows that. It's a known fact. <laughs> so he's like launching this business, and then and he's doing it with the owners. He's doing it with Jenny Buss from the Lakers. He's doing it with uh, Eaton's, one of the Bucks owners, the Celtics, and then um, somebody's wife. So it's What's, a premium tequila, and it's called Sinquero. Securo, I'll spell it. C I N C O R O. Sencuro. Sencuro. So that's so whenever you see that, just know that's Michael Jordan doing that. You tequila drinker, you gonna try it? If it's organic. Oh, here you go with that shit. Organic, vegan. Hey. That's the vibe. That's the move. Okay, um, here's another crazy thing for no reason. I'm just going to put this random story. I want to read this. KFC. Now, I don't know what the oh, hell no. I don't know <laughs> what the hell is going on with chicken sandwiches. It's getting out of control. KFC is testing some kind of chicken and donut sandwich. So, in case you missed it, America has been kind of obsessed with chicken sandwiches lately. But KFC maybe taking it a bit too far or maybe not. KFC announced it will be testing a new combination of fried chicken and glazed donuts beginning September 16th. A move that either genius or insane. Okay, I'm going to stop reading this for a second. <laughs> First of all, why did I feel like I got like like um, clogged arteries just reading that? Yeah, when I saw the picture of it, I... I, I almost called 911. Like it, it, it was that man. That reminds me of the Boondocks. Oh, they had the best episode. Uh huh. They had the best episode, and the crazy part. Well, on another note, the Boondocks will be on HBO. They're coming back on HBO. Coming back on HBO Max. There's a lot of streaming services out there right now. That's a whole other story. But yeah, so Krispy Kreme does this with a burger. Yeah, they have a Krispy Kreme burger. They have a Krispy Kreme burger with a um, a burger in between two Krispy Kreme donuts. So, anyways, KFC announced it will be testing it. Customer has two options: a chicken and a donut basket meal for five forty nine, and they make it super cheap. This is why people. This is, I'm gonna stop. Mm-hmm. Which includes chicken tenders or bone chicken plus a donut or chicken sandwich five ninety nine featuring a fried chicken patty between two donut buns. How many calories is this? The most, the much more expecting exciting option. And if you just want the donut, you can add one to any meal for a dollar. So now KFC is selling donuts. So, but. <laughs> What is going on? Where did that come from, though? It's random. With KFC. For no reason. For no reason. Exactly. They about chicken. You don't even deal with donuts. You don't have nothing to do with donuts. You know, I used to get made fun of because I would would go places and order random combinations of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. But now they got you going and you get a bucket of chicken. Hey, can you throw some donuts in there, too? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Let me get a couple crawlers with that bucket. (laughs) I just want to 
I just want to go. I'm trying to imagine people sitting eating a bucket of chicken. Oh, going to urgent with, care. I'd be urgent care. That's, oh, man. I would be disgusted. Okay, so, or maybe they just trying to capitalize on some of the chicken sandwich craze. They are, but. Who isn't? But that's stupid. You don't even specialize in donuts. They Isn't KFC the one that actually came out with the Beyond Chicken for a day? Plant-based chicken. Yeah. How you have plant-based chicken? I'm tired they of people. Of Listen, that's another thing. Hold on. That's one of those crypto tanks. One of those tanks. Isn't those tanks that you freeze yourself? You're talking about crap therapy? Yeah, and his feet got messed up in it. His feet got messed up. (laughs) So that was the first issue. Then I think he started started missing practices or coming up late or something. And then the last straw was he got into it with the coach. And they claim we call the coach a cracker. So I think this, it was I think it was a GM or something. The GM or someone he called they called him a cracker. And so they find him. Once they find him, he lost his guarantees because the fine was like two hundred thousand dollars. So he lost. Okay. So then his mind was like, Why should I play? Like I didn't lost my guarantee because he had a he had guarantee amount of money. Mm-hmm. And um, so then after that, he got fined. Then he taped the conversation of him talking to the coach. And that's when he made it into a damn Nike commercial. Which I heard he got permission. <laughs> I heard he got permission. He did. But you know that, you know, news. I ain't gonna lie. As much as I hate to disagree with number 45, as much as I hate to agree with number 45, he is kind of right. It do be fake news. It just be clickbait. People just want to Get something out there so you can click on it. Yeah. Um, but he, he did get approved. But the way he put it together, it looked like a damn Nike commercial. It was it was sick. He's got a video guy. Yeah, I mean, then he knows he, what he's doing. You know, it's oh, crazy. Yeah. And then after that had happened, I told you I got all involved. Then after that point, I'm on Twitter like I'm stuck. Like this is getting. And then Mike Tomlin started trending. Which I love Mike Tomlin. He's so sexy. Anyways, sorry. Um, he <laughs> So he started trending because they were like, well, maybe Tomlin did know something we didn't know because he had to deal with him for about eight years, I think. And and if, and if Antonio is acting the way he's acting right now with the Raiders in these few months, then they figured Tomlin was dealing with a head case in the locker room. And so now they're like, this man is a saint because everybody was talking about he had no control over his team. Because he had Yvonne Ball and Antonio Brown. (laughs) And Ben, Big Ben, who's been accused of sexual assault. He had had some issues on his team. Sure did. Right. So that was trendy. And then finally, um, Antonio asked to be released. They released him. Then he signed with the Patriots. And then there was a video with him being happy about it, which looked like another Nike um, <laughs> video. And then he come to find out he had a um, social media team he was working with the whole entire time. Yeah. He said he asked social media experts how um, to get his Raiders released. So I guess that's what they came up with all that. <laughs> <laughs> Just the age we live in, you know, you got to, if you ain't getting attention, you ain't getting money. And he's definitely, uh, 
that's an example of you you create news to to get in get into people's minds and whew, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean everyone's all like he's a head case, he's this and that, but at the end of the day, he went where he wanted to go. He wanted yep. to be with Tom Brady. Yeah, Brady's I, like, hey. <laughs> Tom was like, come on, I have rent. And then Randy Moss started trending after this happened. This is what I'm saying, dude. I was on Twitter all morning getting all, I was all in it. Randy (laughs) Moss, you remember Brady took under Randy Moss. So then Randy Moss started trending. I'm like, okay, what is Randy talking about? Then I got into that loop. And it it was just funny. It was very um, entertaining. I had a good time. There was some funny shit. Twitter is hilarious. I had some good stuff on Twitter cracking up. But today, something hit that Antonio Brown now is being sued by a woman who claims the New England Patriots star sexually assaulted and raped her during three separate encounters. Three? Okay. This according to a new lawsuit that happened to come out. Now, I'm adding extra shit. Let me be quiet. Let me finish this. The woman behind the lawsuit who identifies herself as Brittany Taylor, Brittany, says she was hired by Brown as a personal trainer. Taylor claims the first incident happened in June 2017 during a training session when Brown exposed himself and kissed her without her consent. Taylor then described a second alleged incident later that month. Brown, while positioned behind her, began masturbating near her without her knowledge and ejaculating on her back. Okay. I'm just going to stop for a second. <laughs> no, I'm just going to stop for one minute because I'm i a woman and there are true Me Too sexual rape. That stuff really do, goes down and I'm not knocking anyone or saying anyone's liars or anything like that. But me, I'm going to talk about me personally. If you did that shit the first time, I was uncomfortable. I'm not seeing you the second damn time. I'm just not. If I, if you expose yourself and I didn't feel no type of way like I wanted to get with you and you kissed me and I felt disgusted, I'm not going to see you the second time. I'm not. Especially right after. Like, right? I'm not going to do it. Wait, it was later that month. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not. Because I'm, technically, you didn't. It wasn't like you grabbed me or forced me and did that. That's a different story. But you get positioned in a way <laughs> <laughs> that you ejaculate on someone's back. Like how what position is this? Is she what is she doing? Is she in the garden? Is she Well how, how does that work? Well young well young man, let me let me listen. Before you get yourself in look, before you get yourself in trouble with women, let me say this because you go, I don't want you to get in trouble. I'm asking you. Because <laughs> I Right. So later on, while positioned behind her, so she's doing personal training. So I guess she was showing him how to do squats. I don't know. And he just started masturbating. And then he ejaculated on <laughs> That's gangster. I'm sorry. Then he ejaculated on her back. Okay, that was later on that month. So then Taylor claims the first incident occurred at Brown's home in Pittsburgh. And the second incident occurred at Brown's home in Florida. So why do you keep going to his house? Okay, if it happened the first time, it'd be like, yo, meet me at a gym, yo. Meet me. I wouldn't do it the second time because apparently 
I, I wouldn't have done it a second time. I would have been like, dude, I'm good. Um, you're going to have to get you a new personal trainer unless she paid. I don't know. Maybe it's about the money. I don't know. This story confuses me. So it happened in Pittsburgh one time. Then it happened in Florida the second time. My good old state of Florida. Now, according to the lawsuit filed in the federal court in Florida, Taylor claims Brown bragged about the incident to her in a profane and angry text message. Why does she keep in contact with him? Like, the only reason I say this is because it's not like he's her boss or he's someone where, like, she can just stop messing with him. Like, you don't... Okay, I get it. You're afraid to report stuff. You don't want to say anything. He's a football player. Maybe whatever. Okay, I get all that. Maybe you want to not do all that. But you, that doesn't mean like he is he blackmailing you to bitch. You better come back to my house so I can insult you again because I'm gonna do what? Like that's the part I don't understand. Like why why'd you go why'd you go again? I I don't get it. Three several times. months there's three times. Hold on. So then she claims several months later, Brown reached out to her and begged for forgiveness. Taylor claims Brown begged her to continue training him. Like she must be the best trainer in the world. <laughs> I mean it sounds like it. Or okay. she thinks she's the best trainer in the world. And after her initial hesitation, she ultimately agreed. See this listen, man. Three <laughs> times? Okay, hold on. Hold on. That's why I laugh because I laugh because I know the ending to this. I know the. This okay. is just... So, however, the woman claims nearly a year later, on May twentieth, two thousand and eighteen, Brown cornered her, forced her down onto a bed, pushed her face into the mattress, and forcibly raped her. The woman claims she tried to fight back, but Brown was too strong and physically outpowered her. In the suit, the woman claims she screamed and cried throughout the entire incident, repeating, shouting, no, and stop. Brown refused to stop and penetrated her. In her suit, Taylor describes herself as a 28-year-old world-class gymnast who competed at elite levels of international competition. In her suit, Taylor claims she met Antonio Brown while there were student-athletes at Central Michigan University where they participated in a fellowship of Christian athlete group. So she knew him way before this. In her suit, Taylor says she wants compensation. Of course she does. She wants compensation for physical injuries, pain, and suffering, embarrassment, stress, and anxiety, and loss of self-esteem. Okay. Mm. There's a couple things that I don't understand about this. How come she ain't trying to press charges? Is there, there's no statutory limitation on rape. I don't know. We're not experts. I don't know if, what the statutory limitation is on sexual assault, or, sexual assault or rape. Like 40 years later. 30 years later. So. I mean, Bill Cosby in jail. Our, our, our Kelly about to go. So how come she ain't getting criminal charges? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Second of all, Antonio Brown um, responded, his lawyer said that these allegations are false and that um, she's just mad because he wouldn't invest in one of her businesses for $1.6 million. And I think it's ironic 
like, and he, Antonio Brown to say this, but he denies all that. He said they had a consensual sexual relationship. To me, that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like to me. That's what it sounds like to me. Like, exactly what he's saying. Like, they, yeah. they messed around. They had sex. They had some type of little relationship. She asked for some money. He said no. Now he, oh, and another thing she, that Antonio Brown says, she posts a lot of pictures of him with her on our social media just to show that she, just to get that clout, period. And now all of a sudden he's big news this whole weekend and now this pops up. Signs the one big one-year deal with the Patriots and now he's a target. So we'll stay tuned and we'll keep our eye on this story to see how it pans out. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's crazy. I just... You know, I I get the Me Too thing and 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 all that, and I like I said, I'm not knocking that if that's the case. I'm just, I'm just saying this shit is getting out of hand. It's just getting out of hand. Like, let's use our common sense, people, and let's wait till we get all the facts before people start judging and assuming. Because you know, this is making headlines right now. You realize this? This is making headlines as we speak. Antonio Brown accused of rape. Three times. The part I don't understand is why there's no criminal charges. That's the part I don't get. Especially in this climate that we live in right now, they'll dig all the way back to to when you was five. And be like, you remember that candy bar you stole from the store? Well, we're going to hold that against you now. So I'm just shocked that he... We are having technical difficulties. Be back in one sec. He was never charged criminally. Like, I I don't know how this stuff works. I don't know. You do a lawsuit first, and then you press charges. I don't know how any of this shit works. It's ass backwards to me that she trying to get compensation first, and she ain't said nothing about trying to press charges for the rape. This shit is all shady. Mm. It it makes no sense to me. I might be reading it wrong. Once again, we just reading what the news put out there anyway, right? So Uh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows how that goes? I'm trying to figure out that second one, though. How he was able to... um, She, She turned around for two seconds to do a move. And he all of a sudden automatically ejaculated on her back. I'm trying to figure that. Out. That was. I don't mean to laugh, but I don't. First of all, he was. She was at his house in Florida. Right. When that happened, I, I she's supposed to be doing personal training, so I don't know if she was showing him squats or she was whatever. But he was able to nut on her back. He must have been a hell of a move for him to bust that quick. That's all I'm saying. He. I, Listen, the whole shit don't make any damn sense. Okay? It don't make any sense. If it's my house, I should be able to net. Okay. But yeah, anyway, I'm just trying to figure (laughs) it out. (laughs) Wherever I want. It's my house. (laughs) It's my house. You don't want to get net on, go outside. (laughs) It's my house. I nut on your back. You shouldn't have came here. (laughs) What's wrong with you? That's all I'm saying. you know how I get down. You know what happened the last time you came right. to my house? Ain't no secret. 
yeah. So why are you surprised? Now I'm gonna nut your back. Get it next. Right. So, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't take it that far. You calm down. I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know. Oh no. But there's one, other, there's other, one other thing I'm gonna say about this Antonio Brown that had me cracking up was OJ Simpson. His crazy ass <laughs> had the audacity. <laughs> this is his exact words. OJ Simpson said, "Hey." Antonio Brown, you are killing my fantasy team. <laughs> hey, he's I need to follow him. I need to put him up there with No, you don't. <laughs> he's ignorant. So I can listen he's, to a, these tweets. he's an ignorant asshole. He's it's an ignorant like he, asshole. It's not like he's gonna jump in to every event and tweet something that just the re- the reason <laughs> he got on Twitter is because of fantasy football. And so he can do his fantasy football and talk shit. That's the I only see. reason he got on Twitter. Okay, okay. But he's an asshole <laughs> because he no, he's he's entitled. Fool, you you kill like two damn people. Do you get it? <laughs> well, you I know. Can, I can't believe he said Antonio Brown. You are murdering. <laughs> you are killing my fantasy team. Like, dude, you should never use murder, killing, knife, blood, <laughs> white woman. I, none of that should be in your damn vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Well, you know, I'm not a killer. I'm OJ. All right. Well, this is like our um, our first uh, episode together. I think it went really well. I'm glad I started off season two this way, episode 31. I'm going to name it season two, episode 31. Word. Um. Oh, wait, I forgot one of my other important um, subjects. Comedy. I'm, I'm mm. going to do this super quick, and then we go end this, because, you know, I like it short and sweet. Unless we have a guest or something like that, we can go longer. Uh, Kevin Hart is doing well. He is um, He's going to get out of the hospital, and then he goes into rehab. So he's getting out of the hospital tomorrow, and then he's going to rehab for two weeks. His spirits are high. He's beginning to walk. You know he got major back injuries from that um, car accident. I love Kevin Hart. They mm. tried to they tried to um, cancel him during his car accident, but we'll talk about later about this woke mm. culture that we got. I, th- real quick, I don't know if you watched the shop. You remember um, when you buy my house? Have you watch the shop? And LeBron sit around and talk to everybody. Yeah. Okay, this is my opinion on this. Super quick is that um, not everything is to share with every fucking body period. Like some things need to stay where it's at. I've been in barbershops before because I have a lot of male friends. It is what it is. I've been in some some crazy ones in Jamaica, Queens, in New York. Fun stuff. Some of that stuff we don't necessarily need to show the world because the world don't understand everything. Mm-hmm. And as much as, as much as we think social media is so much for us to broadcast ourselves and be transparent and be real and show ourselves. Some stuff just ain't for everyone. And when you think about it, the barbershop for men is like that's is almost all we got, you know? Right. Right. That's how we are with hair salons. When I go get my hair done, we sit down, we got people all kind of different opinions. Yeah. Uh, Whatever they talk about, there's no judgment. We get in arguments, we get in debates, and then by the end of the time we there, because we spend a lot of time here, we yeah. get up and leave, and everybody's cool. Yep. 
It's like they're and everybody, yeah, and everybody respects each other. Like, okay, that's how she think. Oh yeah, well you know her. She always gonna and same in the barbershop. Man. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate trying to bring the bring the culture out to the mainstream on HBO to see how it goes. But some shit just don't need to be out there. Just some stuff keep to ourselves because they don't understand it. So they tried to call Kevin homophobic because he was on with a little Nas X. And Lil Nas X was talking about him coming out and Kevin's like, so what? You're gay. That's all <laughs> that's what Kevin said. But I understood what Kevin was saying. Like, like that's not coming out is not nobody cares anymore. And I'm not saying it in a mean way. You should be happy. It's not a big deal anymore. Yeah. No one's not like it's not a big deal anymore. You guys have conquered what you wanted. And then Kevin gets, oh, he's gaslighting. I just love how they'll take one word and now it's used in everything. He's gaslighting. He was gaslighting little Nas X. Whatever. Little Nas X. Lil Nas X used to be a troll for Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. He used to be a barb. He used to be a troll mm-hmm. on the internet. So he's not perfect either. So y'all want to, like, I mean, he did articulate very well and explain, um, and he handled it well, but it wasn't nothing going on that was wrong. That's how the barbershop is. That, mm-hmm. That's exactly how it is. So just my opinion. Some things, people, we don't need to share with the world. I know every, there's podcasts, there's shows, and our little Brian was trying to do all... Some things, I like the shop if they keep it to a surface level. Don't try to act like it's really the shop. Because it really isn't, though, to be honest. That's that's really that's really lame compared to what a real barber shop would be like. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> What you say? I said in the hood. Yep. It's a different thing. So he'll be out. Uh, Eddie Murphy said he'll never stop making music. He just he doesn't want us fans to know because he think it'll scare us. (laughs) 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 I love Eddie. Uh, Paul Mooney has a big scandal going on. I talked about this in my previous episode. Paul Mooney allegedly. uh, sexually molested Richard Pryor Jr. Mm. Paul Mooley has twins. They came out and said that um, um, Richard Pryor Jr. never said who it was, so people need to calm down. But Paul Mooley canceled all his comedy shows, but they claim he's super sick. That's why he did it. Mm. And then, um, so we're going to stop at that. We're going to stop at that. We're going to stop. Mm. I think this is a good introduction to us. I think it went pretty well. Yeah, uh, we'll be I, had fun. I had a good time with it. I'm glad I have a co-host and somebody to talk to. I appreciate you, bro, for uh, supporting a black woman. I appreciate you. It's black girl magic right now. Black women are in. You need to check out Black Lady Sketch. I think I told you that already, but you need to check that out. I love that show. So we be doing this weekly. We in season two. I don't know how I made the season two. Don't ask me my logic or the numbers. But what I, is it called? What's the what's the show called? No, no reason. No reason. Ain't, ain't got to be no reason. No reason. There's no reason. I <laughs> just, just made this season two. I did not fit here. This is season two. <laughs> so <laughs> once again, we'll do this once a week. We both are consistent now. Um, the summer's over, so my 
I can't say hot girl summer. My hot woman summer's over with. That's something. This summer was whoo, it was fun. I'm not gonna lie. I had me a good time this summer. <laughs> so, <laughs> how was your summer, real quick? I mean, it was it was cool. But you know, Suave Boy Winter is about to about to get popping. So oh, you know. shit, I didn't know that's a damn thing. Well, it suave is. Boy Winter, because <laughs> you need you need your Suave lotion in the winter. You know what I'm saying? You be ashy. So oh boy, know, here we go. <laughs> I, I you act. so so Suave Boy Winter. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, I'm a, I'm a chill. I'm gonna make I'm gonna be mine. Um. I don't know what I'm gonna have this winter. I just know my summer. I don't know if I could top it. Can we get to fall though? What are we gonna do with fall? We just gonna mm-hmm. skip fall? Just I mean, in Milwaukee, ain't no fall. It's just it's just, winter I'm, just I'm hits calling. you with a ton of bricks. Yeah, you're right. It'll be snowing next week. We'll fall back, fall back, fall. Fall back, lay back. Who's just lay back? We can't think of. Sh- I can't come up nothing. We we'll call it, we'll call it fall back it. autumn. We we'll call it fall back autumn. Nah. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I like that. Oh yeah, you're the marketing guy. Let me be quiet. Fall back autumn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> it's fall. It's autumn. Another name for fall, and we falling back. We chilling. It's summer. We taking a break from summertime, so we got to. Oh yeah, back I, I do. I'm. This is the first time in a long time I was so appreciative to see football start because I was like, I got this summer has been wild. I this let's take it down a notch, and um, yeah, I was real happy to see football. I was like, damn. Normally, I don't want to see summer end. I did want to see it end, but man, I'm not gonna lie. When it did, I was like, whoo! I need a break. That was too much. That was too much. That was way too much, but it was a good time. <laughs> All right, so check this out. Um, we'll be back next week. I hope everybody have a great week. Is there anything you want to plug or promote? I think you did that in the beginning, but if you want to give your shout-outs again, my lovely co-host. No, nah, I mean, lovely I think, sounds. I think, Pause, sorry. Pause. Get all whatever with it, but. I think I did enough plugging, but stay tuned next week, though, because okay, because we we might have to cover some. You know what? Just come back next week for 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 that, because I'm not even going to give you a teaser, because I need y'all gotta y'all gotta stay okay. tuned. Season two gonna be lit. That's all I got to say. Yeah, season two gonna be yeah. We we got it together this season. All right. Um, of course, you know I'm nolajcomedy.com. That's everything. Please, I need followers. I'm going to have to use my bro here to help me marketing more and get my life together. I'm going to do better for season two. But I appreciate everyone that that's listens, has been faithful fans. I totally appreciate you guys. Um, you guys have a great week. Once again, my name is Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde, a.k.a. Jizzle. And you guys have a great week. Peace out. Peace. Deuces. Tell a friend to download and subscribe to the No Reason Podcast with Nola J, the Chocolate Blonde. Go to the website nolajcomedy.com. That's nolajcomedy.com. He did not want to be with her at all.
All right. Um, Surprised I'm, I wasn't in Florida. No, I didn't have any Florida ones this time because the other people have been acting a donkey. But I'm going to get back to my Florida. I got a lot of Florida stuff. There's a lot of Florida stuff. It's so much. It'd be so much Florida stuff. I can't even pick and choose sometimes. So I just like, I'm going to take a break from Florida. Next week, Florida will be back. All right. This is, this is, I want to end on this. Um, I've been listening to um, certain shows on Sirius and XM radio and certain people for a long time. Open Anthony, the ONA show, uh, that whole family. I listened to them forever and a day. And they have evolved to different shows. It's a long story. You don't know the background. But one of the people that appeared on these shows and these podcasts that I listened to, especially the Opie Radio podcast, was Chef Carl Reese. He was a Food Network chef. He died at 44 on Saturday. So I just want to give a shout out. Rest easy, uh, Chef. He was a cool dude. I didn't know him personally at all. But when... This is what's good about these podcasts and these shows that you listen to the point where you almost know them so well that that this hit me hard. Like I literally was on my way back from Minnesota with tears. So I just want to say rest easy. He had an awesome Instagram. It's called Ruizine. He did everything under the sun. He was a good chef. He was on gear, uh, grocery g- games and Guy Fiera. That's his one of his closest best friends. And I can't even. Uh, I can't articulate it. It's kind of crazy. And like, even when I would tweet him or Instagram him, he responds to any and everyone. He was just a cool dude. He lived life to the fullest. Yeah. They said he died in his sleep, had a heart attack. So it's just kind of crazy how you can listen to these shows and these podcasts. And if, if they're done well and people really get to know you that well, that it affect you to the point. Like I'm in like all the, the groups and stuff on all for the last three, four days. And even Opie radios podcast, just been reminiscing and talk like we knew him. Mm. So I just wanted to give a a shout out, rest in peace, rest easy. Tonight on grocery guys, grocery games, they doing a little tribute, I think, for them and stuff like that. Okay. I just had to get that shout.